Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of Women to Women. So I'll explain it to you quickly. So I think it was in the email, but it's basically me sitting out with different women within the industry mm-hmm. and kind of finding out their life outside of social media. Because I think it's so easy to see someone on social media and think, oh my gosh, she's amazing. Oh my gosh, she's doing all of this. Yeah. But a lot of the time you don't know their backstory. You don't know where they've come they've come from and what they've overcome yeah. to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. So I decided to kind of create a chit-chat session to kind of get to know, you know, different females and... Can I get to Love know that. story and stuff? Love so that. yeah, so today we have Tiana Ar- Amori. Aromi. Aromi, sorry, Tiana Aromi. Aromi. My last name is so simple. I know, I'm sorry. Is it? I'm nervous, I'm nervous. It's okay. Aromi, you're a content creator, YouTuber, and you're a TV researcher. Yes. Yes, so um, let people know who you are kind of in depth. Where have you come from? Um, from a, a little bit of... A little bit about your story and then I'll ask you kind of questions. Okay. Well. Hi guys. I don't like don't just speak. Yeah. I <laughs> Do you know I haven't done a podcast in ages, so yeah. But I like this. Um so yeah, I'm a content creator for social media. And what mm-hmm. that means is like I create Insta stories and like brand stuff for brands and also myself. Mm-hmm. I do YouTube where I just talk with all my friends. You probably see like Missy T on it. Mm-hmm. I don't really get like influencers on my channel though. I always get just my friends because people, it's more realistic yeah. for me. That's my world because yeah. those are the people I'm around. So, why like, why did you start YouTube? Why did I start YouTube? Do you know what? I started it, with, I started three it three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I'm a Christian. So, I thought, when you think of a Christian, you see, you think proper girl, yeah. you know, probably skets to mm-hmm. the end of the, the floor, which is not me. I'm like, yeah. I dress like a, People say I dress like a hipster, mm. like I've got that cool vibe. And when you're in that Shoreditch um, scene, you don't really think of people like that, Christians. Yeah. But there's so many of us, we just don't look like your ordinary Christian. And mm-hmm. I thought, let me put myself on a platform and actually talk about myself and still be myself and let people know, like, it's all right for you to be yourself. Yeah. You don't have to change because I don't I don't need to change. God yeah. is going to change me, obviously. He's working through me. Mm-hmm. But I am okay as I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's literally what was my first thing. And also, I wanted to motivate people. I know people say that, but I actually wanted to just be a light in yeah. people's lives because I feel like we go through so much in this life. And yeah, makeup hauls makeup, makeup and, and tutorials mm-hmm. and all that, they're all fun, but they to me, that has no substance. Because yeah. people go through real stuff. Like... Yesterday, I found out my friend passed away because of mental health mm-hmm. issues, and it's just like that reminded. So I've taken a break off of YouTube as mm-hmm. well, and I, I was literally like, "Oh, I don't know if I should go back." But she, the, the fact that this has happened has reminded me that people are going through. This girl is the most supportive girl, and the fact that no one saw yeah. anything. Like I think even the years she was praying with me and the stuff that she was praying over my life, and it's just like. You were doing all of that for everyone mm-hmm. and, and pouring yourself out to so many people that your cup was empty. And that, mm-hmm. that's the one thing mm-hmm. I like to touch on. Like, always fill yourself up while, mm-hmm. while you're pouring into others. And even, like, I left my church recently. Yeah. But I went back. Because I just felt like I was empty. I can't forcefully play church. I can't I can't pour into others if my, if my cup is empty. And mm-hmm. I can't allow myself to get to a place where I'm going to scream for help again. Because yeah. I went through depression. I went through all of that. that and I'm not trying to go... But, into that place again mm-hmm. um so that was kind of like why um why i started youtube and why i'm gonna go back to mm-hmm. it um and as a television researcher i've always wanted to work in tv mm-hmm. like i've tried everything 
I did I did maths because my mom my mom was forcing it. Mom, like I'm Nigerian. What you <laughs> my mom just wanted to tell people, you know, my daughter is an accountant or yeah. my daughter is a lawyer. Because that's yeah. what I care about. But me, I was like always creative. I was always like me I've been doing I've been editing from like when I was fifteen. Oh wow. Before like, the YouTube before videos, YouTube, like that's why I went into the industry as a video editor, but yeah. then I, I realized I oh, don't want this. Um, but the whole television world and creating content, and because there's the, no one's black exactly. in TV. So quickly, yeah, your mom. So your mom wanted you to study maths and stuff. How did you get to the point where you were like, I'm gonna do what I want? Oh, I've always been a rebel, mate. I can't breathe. I've always been a rebel. I I was doing performing arts. I was doing media studies, and then I was doing maths as well. Okay. As A levels, but I struggled with um, exams. Like that's one thing I always ran away from, uh-huh. which I'm I'm stopping. <laughs> Amen. Um, and so then I I dropped all of that and I moved to do BTEC performing arts, and I still kept my media studies. Okay. Because I said like, uh, this is the thing I know. Like I love doing. Like I can't. Like it's not that I can't do anything else. Like mm-hmm. I I can learn, but. This I, comes naturally. Yeah, like I since, don't have to think about it. Since secondary school, I've been a rebel. Like, I've been mm. a, I don't care. I'm going to do what I want. And that's what my mom... I know my mom loves this about me, but she doesn't want to admit it. <laughs> but she knows, like, sometimes we argue. She's like, you just don't listen to me. Yeah. I know more than... I'm like, I get it, but this is what I want to do. Because exactly. at the end of the day, like, I know my mom's not going to be with me forever. And I don't want to be in a place where I've lived my life for someone else. And I don't ever want people to oh like why gosh. are you gonna live your life for someone else because at the end of the day we're all gonna leave this earth mm-hmm. let me live my life the way i want mm-hmm. to live my life mm-hmm. i may make mistakes because of your mis- baby girl your yeah they're least. my mistakes and i'm gonna learn from them and i think because obviously i'm the oldest my yeah. always wanted like she was the strict the stuff i went through that woman <laughs> but i love her honestly i'm glad i went through the love hate relationship with her because now she's literally my best friend mm. But, um, yeah, like, I've always just been... I've never cared about what people think. I don't know where I got the mentality from. I've just always been the middle finger to the world type yeah, of girl. Yeah, yeah. Um, then I found Jesus, amen. Hey. <laughs> um, but literally, I've Salvation. just... I can't... I don't know. I've never had it in my bone to live my life for every, anyone. Yeah. And people used to hate me in secondary school for that. Like, I, they used to think it was weird that I was so... You know, because secondary school, everyone's like, everyone does clicks mm. and, and people follow, follow. I was literally there by myself, like, you lot, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to do me. I don't like you. I was so outspoken. Yeah. Maybe in the wrong way, but I've now taken everything that I was and turned into something positive. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a long journey. Mm-hmm. It's been a very long journey. And you're still on it. I'm still on it, yeah. I thought... I don't know, like, I went through a, a journey of, like, discovering myself, and then I realised you're always discovering yourself. Exactly. And that was, that was so weird. So I was exactly. thinking, rah, in a year... You know people go on this, this, oh, yeah, I'm going to find myself. Mm-hmm. You keep finding yourself. Exactly. You keep finding yourself. Exactly. But, yeah. So, through you, like, growing up and me- always knowing who you were as a character, mm-hmm. um, what did you have... Did you ever have a picture of what womanhood looked like to you or did you create that picture as you were growing up? And what does womanhood mean to you in this moment? Mm, I don't... I never, I never thought about any of that, you mm. know. I, I've always... I've started thinking about it now, 
because my mom's now saying, when will you marry? <laughs> um, so now I'm kind of, I feel like I'm being forced to think about it. But yeah. before that, I've literally just lived each day. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, whatever tomorrow brings. Like, I've never thought about my wedding. Yeah. Like, people think that's weird. Yeah, that's I've weird. never, I don't know, like, I don't know my ideal wedding. Till now, I've decided I want a destination wedding only because bare people are not going to come. Yeah. Need to run away from people. Because <laughs> my mom's trying to invite the whole village, mate. She's you know, she'll find a way. She'll, she'll find a way. But I want a beach destination when that's actually something I've only thought about now. Being twenty five, and some people think it's weird, and I sometimes think like, is it weird that yeah. I've never pictured a dream wedding, or I have never like I I don't like long to have a boyfriend, which is really scary mm. for me as well because I'm just like, oh, maybe I'm too comfortable in my singleness because mm. people make you feel like that, and it's just like actually. When, where in the Bible did it say, I have to be married at this age, I have to have a career at this age? And the funny thing is, like, as women, when we're striving and, like, getting our careers together, it's like, it's not good enough until a man is on your arm. Mm. I'm just like, I hate that narrative. Mm-hmm. And yet, the women who despise that narrative are the ones that put it on you. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense. Like, your arm... Oh, my gosh. I got slapped for this. <laughs> my auntie, yeah, she said to me, like... You need to, every time she sees me, that boyfriend, I knew it. Like, I heard on my, my mom's phone as well, and I said, I was like, three, two, one. So, Tiana, why are you guys get a boyfriend? <laughs> I knew when it's coming, and I'm just like, like, I said to her, yeah, I said, Auntie, but where's your husband? She whacked me around the head. But I'm like, <laughs> I know that that's. You know that those are the things yeah, you want to say. But you never. It's just I said it. You know when you're angry, I said you go it to your room. My chest. I said <laughs> it with my chest because I was getting angry. The way they were sat, they literally yeah. like put me in the living room. Like you need to get. I said all of mm-hmm. you don't have husbands. So what are you? What is this thing that you're telling me to obtain when mm. you don't have it yourself? Mm. When you like, I know like one of my aunties. She was so unhappy in her marriage, but yeah, you're trying to push down onto mm. me. I, I, it doesn't make sense. And I feel, I feel like the way that. The black communities have like grown up like we weren't as privileged as like maybe our white peers or yeah. whatever you should be telling us that we sh- we can be whoever we want to be but they're still in that limited mind of survival mm. our parents still think about surviving even though we've done enough surviving yeah. like, let us be who we want to be and that's that's what i always like try and tell my little sisters like you can be whoever you my yeah. sister got into cambridge like that's not who, that, we would have never thought that yeah. but there's so much opportunities for us now obviously she's my mom's golden child golden. she got out saying my daughter's going to Cambridge you know and obviously I'm just a TV girl <laughs> and there's money in TV you know the woman there doesn't is. understand it that there's until money she, until she sees it I feel like that's the thing with African parents it's like until they see the fruit of your label they'll never believe in the yes. vision and it's very hard so how it's very hard to venture into into a a dream or a vision when your parents are not mm. that supportive of you yeah so did you ever feel like that always i wanted to be an actor i wanted to be in front of the but i'm glad i didn't because okay. i realized i didn't want to actually do that mm-hmm. um because obviously i was doing performing arts um that's why i'm very out there oh. um and 
yeah, my mom was shocked. She said, "You are not going to that acting school. <laughs> you are not going." Oh, from like literally, she, I literally cried. I remember crying so much. But I, I'm so grateful she did that. So I understand to an extent because I went to, I, went, I decided to go film school, which yeah. is where I got a degree. Because she didn't really <coughs> go into. I said acting school is basically acting university. She said, "I don't believe you." I just said, "I said okay." Jesus. I said, but the thing is, I went to my audition at Arts Ed, and I said, "I don't want to do this." Yeah. Like, I, so I, I was happy she did that where my sister want, my little my youngest sister wants to be an actor now mm-hmm. and i'm like my mom's saying no no you must go uni and i know that this girl she's not really an academic person as yeah. well like she's like literally a mini me mm-hmm. my middle sister books book smart she's just different but one thing i'm trying to like advise my mom is try and support her let her know that she can be whatever she wants to mm. be and she's telling like she'll tell her oh it's just a hobby but do you know what? I understand to an extent because my sister, she's not a serious candidate. <laughs> she just sleep. Like, how can you just be sleeping? And then you're telling my mom you don't want to go to uni. You're you. She went. She decided to go Amsterdam instead of um, paying her school fees for acting. And my mom was saying, "So you want to be an actor? You want me to support yeah. you? Like, get it to me." You know that's, that's that's a bit exactly. <laughs> but I know that our parents do it in spite in in love. Yeah, I know a definitely. lot of a lot of people that I know they were pushed towards things, but that helped them to find what they actually wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I get, I get, mm. I get. But I I wish I wish our parents were more. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, I'm figuring it out. I think a lot of visions would manifest if our parents were more open to the idea. Yeah, that it's okay not to take the traditional route. Yeah, but I think for them, they have this idea of what they want their yeah. kids to be, and it's very scary because when they haven't lived that life, they want to project that onto their kids. Yeah, and it. Yeah, it's sad. It's, sad. it's very sad. Everything they want it to be, they want you to now be it. Exactly. So that, that it can be in the family. Yeah. At least. Exactly. <clears throat> my mum wanted to be a designer. And, and I, mm. yeah, like she, she used to, um, so I used to go to White Garment Church, mm-hmm. where it's like, you wear all white to the African church. She would make all our dresses all the time. And I think I remember asking her, like, why did you never like pursue it? She yeah. just said the excuses she gave me were really like absolutely terrible. She said, I don't want people walking in and out of my house because a lot of tailors they do it in their house. Yeah. Right? And when she was talking about everything, I could see like she was very sad that she didn't pursue it. Mm. And it's like that makes me so sad because like our like our parents, our people, they mm. had dreams as well. They came to this country. That was that was a massive achievement, and I think that should have made them believe that you can do anything. Yeah. But instead. It suppressed them to yeah. survival. I think that was like we, we've made it now. Let's sustain it. Let's yeah. not. Let's not dream too exactly. big and lose it all. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that is sad. Yeah. It is. It is sad. But I think we've learned from our parents, so we'll do better for our kids. Yeah. So you know, in the in their, I wouldn't say in their failure, but in their shortcomings, we've yeah. learned how to how yeah. to be better for our siblings. Yeah. And for our kids to come. We say this though, but we, I feel like a lot of people still carry the toxic traits that their parents gave them. Mm. And I spoke about this in one of my videos called African, African love in a, no, love in an African household, where we picked up things that we never knew. Mm. Like we can say, oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But when you do have that child, it might be different. You might not even realize. Yeah. So it's like, that's why I always say, like, try and be be self-aware and self-reflect. Because people only self-reflect at the end of the yeah. year. What type of rubbish yeah. is that? Yeah. You need to be reflect, like, try, 
obviously every day is is too much sometimes but sometimes when you have some quiet time think about the way you because you realize so much about yourself yeah. And there's, there's toxic behaviours you need to break now so you don't go into 50 screaming, that's the way I am. Exactly. That's how my mum is. That's yeah, how my that's mom, how mom is. She literally is, that's the way I am. And I'm like, you don't need to be all of all of this. Exactly. This I don't even know deep. the word. <laughs> there's no word for I'm, African mums. I, I love my mum, but there's just certain things. Like, she gets so angry. And I'm just like, you don't, you need to like, she doesn't know how to let go of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. And these, these are comments, like, I'm not coming here to bash my mum. Like, yeah. I've, I've, had these, I've had these conversations. I have honest conversations with my mum. Yeah. And she doesn't like it sometimes. But I'm just like, there's you need to learn how to let go because she holds grudges so much. Yeah. And she doesn't know that that's not healthy mm-hmm. because it's only hurting you. When you shy at me, I'm already... Five minutes after, I forgot about it. Yeah. She's still talking. An hour later, An hour she's later. still talking. And it's just Two like, that little thing transfer into bigger things into mm. your in your life and it's those little habits that we we as like the younger generation need mm-hmm. to break because there's loads of people who I, I speak to and their man- mentality you can tell that they got it from their parents so yeah. not everyone is aware like we're saying yeah we're going to be better parents we're going to be a better generation but some people still carry those traits because they see mm. it as normal because that's mm. what they've grown up with mm. there's no self-awareness yeah definitely yeah but then someone will say how do you become self-aware so how how does I know how I do it, but for you, what does becoming self-aware look like? Do you know what? This might seem sound bad, mm-hmm. but it's very beneficial. I kind of think... I don't know. I always check in with my thoughts. Mm. I, I listen to what I'm thinking about, and that's mm. why I think about bare stuff. It's actually <laughs> crazy. Like, my mind... It's, there's so much going on in my head right now. That's yeah. why I talk really fast as well, and I do this. Like, my, my mind goes into, sadly, overload. But mm-hmm. I'm, it's like, I could be saying, thinking in my head, oh, I love chicken, and I'll say it again. So I've acknowledged it. And that's mm-hmm. that's how I, I check in with myself. But at night, I have a journal as well. Yeah. Um, I have a prayer, I have a normal journal, and I have a prayer journal. Yeah. So I kind of, I'm able to, like, reflect on the day. Um, and I just, I try and be aware of the world that I'm in right now. Because we're always thinking about tomorrow. We're always thinking about yesterday. That's how self-awareness gets lost. Because you're always thinking 10 steps ahead. Or thinking mm. about, oh, damn, he's, he broke up with me. Or something something that's, like, of yesterday. Yeah. And sometimes I'm just like, what is going on right now? Yeah. And even, like, sometimes we'll be, like, at work and we're like, oh, I just want the day to finish. Like, why am I rushing? Mm. I just want to, let me just soak in this time now. Yeah. Because I don't want to be that person who's like, oh, where did all the time go? Because you're so eager to get to... Yeah. It's 12 o'clock. You're so eager to get to 5 o'clock. Now it's 5 o'clock. You're so eager to get to 9 o'clock. Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Just, just just live in a moment. It's true, you know. It's funny you say that because today I work... <coughs> I started... <coughs> Whoa. <coughs> <laughs> I started a new job, like, a couple of days ago. And I was sitting with my manager and he was asking me, oh, how is it going, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, it's going well. I just can't wait for it to, you know, pick up. And he was, like, literally to me, like, calm, slow down. Yeah. Like enjoy the moment yeah. because once once you get to the point where you want to get to, you want it to end. Exactly. Exactly. So he was like, just calm down and take a moment. So yeah, that's that's weird that you said that. Yeah. Because mm. because we're always trying to jump, jump, mm. jump, enjoy it now. It, that hour might feel long, but yeah. just soak it in because you got to remember you're alive, you're well, exactly. you're, you have a job instead of like because there's people who are out there who 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 would wish that that hour was dragging for them, yeah. but they're on the streets or, you know, all that, exactly. all that la-di-da. Exactly. And who you're saying that, a scripture came to me, it was like, do not despise the days of 
um, small beginnings. And exactly. I was like, it's so true because we're always thinking for the bigger picture. Yes. We're always thinking for yes. the, the house and the money yes. and the thing. And we never this just This popcorn enjoy. generation is so bad. And I'm literally like, I don't mind. I don't mind just, 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 just living right now because mm. when I have it, I'm, I'm, I don't want to be, yeah, I don't want to be that person that's always trying to hop to the next day. Yeah. Oh, now, now I've got my career sorted. Oh, I can't wait to be married. Yeah. Now I'm in marriage. Oh my God, I can't wait for this man to leave me alone. It's such a bad it's thing. True, and then when we're on our, like, obviously it's going to happen when we're on our deathbed. It's just like, where did the time go? Exactly. Why didn't I enjoy it? Why wasn't I with my loved ones? Like mm. yesterday, I was sitting by the pool with my friends and I was, I've not, you know when you just check in, mm. and I, I think still conversation, I've said, this moment, oh. Is this supposed to go? Oh, my camera. It's probably, <laughs> it's probably the battery died, you know. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank um, God. I was literally, I, I was, I felt so much happiness, because obviously they took my mind off of everything that was going on. And yeah. I was just like, I, I just, it was just a moment of appreciation. Mm -hmm. But yeah. No, it's. It's it's needed. Like I I, I like being self aware. I, I do it every every month. I when I started mm. every month, I'll just think, okay, cool. Like, are you a trash human being? Mm. What do you need to repair? What before someone but don't else focus on fixing yourself. That's I think that's the, I, I think that's what I do though. Don't do that. Don't forbid that. I think you when you fixing yourself, not fixing yourself because when you're trying to fix yourself, you're never gonna be perfect. Yeah. So you, you will actually just get frustrated with yourself and eventually you'll just give up. That's why a lot of people don't go through self-development for a long time. Mm -hmm. Just, I think when you accept yourself, that's when things start changing within you. Okay. I really do believe that because when I started realising, you know what, I'm loud, I'm this, I'm that, that's when I started growing as a person and it was really weird how it happened. When I focused on fixing myself, it's kind of like you think you're wrong, mm -hmm. like there's something wrong with you, there's yeah. nothing wrong with you because you will have your flaws you will have the things that are bad about you. You have the things that are good about you. That you have all of this thing, and that's what makes you you. Mm -hmm. And you have to accept that to start walking in becoming a better person. Yeah. But yeah, don't see your self development as fixing, just growing. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's a tweet. I want to tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what I do now. I'm just like, that's a tweet. That's, that's a tweet. literally a tweet. <laughs> oh, you think I'm joking? That is a tweet. Oh, you think I'm joking? I'm joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, thanks for that. That's a lovely conversation. But I want to kind of get into you as um, an, a YouTuber and you being in the public eye and um, relate that to, like we were talking about, kind of acceptance and self-love. Because mm -hmm. it's Valentine's Day, you know? Mm. And I kind of want to... Get your man. Get your booze. And I, I ain't never had a Valentine's. Still waiting. <laughs> if you want to take me out. <laughs> my Twitter is... T <laughs> it will be in the description. My, my Twitter will be in the description box. You know, you could... You could I, I'm trying to get flued out. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get flued out. I'm just putting Quick. that out there. Period. Period. <laughs> Man. I cannot breathe. I cannot actually breathe. So, <laughs> talking of oh, sorry, talking about like YouTube and stuff. Do you consider yourself an influencer? No. So I'm gonna start with like the YouTube thing. Do you know what I registered as? On there's a competition with YouTube today, and it said, "Oh, how do you feel like as a role model in the black community?" And I was thinking, Sam, I didn't know. Never said I was a I was a role model or influencer. I'm just a girl. 
who puts her life out there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. The word. The word. What does a role model actually? What is a role model? What, what is, is it? Like, obviously, I do want to influence. I'm starting to accept that influencer title, mm-hmm. but I just feel like I don't know. Like, I'm speaking it into existence, isn't it? Like, I don't. I feel like people are like, oh yeah, I want to influence thousands, but they don't know why they want to mm. influence thousands. Why do you want to influence people? And I feel like I want to get a clear why before I say I'm an influencer. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. Because okay, you're influencing people to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah, that I know that that's a market, and no, I I will never discredit people for you know getting their hustle on. Mm-hmm. But I, like I said, I'm a, I'm a I like to think of myself as a woman of substance. Like, yeah, I want to give more into life. So if I'm gonna label myself as an influencer. I need to understand my why. Mm-hmm. I need to. What am I doing? Yeah. What am I? What What am I influencing? What is my purpose of of being an influencer? Be, am I lead? I don't know. Like I don't. I don't really class myself as an influencer. Mm. That's why sometimes on panels I'm like, <laughs> and apparently I'm an influencer. <laughs> That's literally every time I just say everything I do, and then after I'm like, and apparently I'm an influencer. <laughs> literally people laugh because I'm like, I'm, I'm not joking. People mm. say I'm an influencer, but. That's never been something that you yeah, think. Yeah, but um, I think one thing I am understanding, one, one thing I didn't, I didn't class myself as an influencer because of numbers, but then you don't need a blue, I realised you don't need a blue tick to influence people. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, uh, you know, people are like, oh yeah, if I only influence one person in the world, then I'm That's black. enough for Why me. are you lying? <laughs> I want to influence the whole damn world. Yeah. What am I thinking one person for? Mm-hmm. What am I doing? No. Let's be real. I want to influence the whole damn world, but how am I going to do that? Mm-hmm. What is, li- literally, what is my why? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't be doing it just because clout or, or trends. That's not the type of person I am. Like, mm-hmm. And if I feel like I'm falling into that, I take a step back. Yeah. I'm just like, no, yeah. chill. Take a break. Eat it. Yeah, Kit Kat. Take a break. Take a nap. Do you, but do you feel like as time has gone on and how YouTube has kind of changed and been so prominent now, do you feel like you have to adhere to some of the things that are being portrayed on YouTube? Has that ever been something like, you'll be like, oh my days, do I, do I need to market myself in this way or do I need to do this? Or, mm. or has it always been, has it always been easy to kind of take your own route in doing things? I wouldn't say it's been easy. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes, obviously, because you, I, I believe, like, you have to kind of, like, always research YouTube. Yeah. And, like, always research the where whatever job you're in. Always yeah. try and, like, refresh your, refresh what you're doing because it can get a bit stale. You know, yeah. that's that safer it's getting where you have to, like, okay, new route. How am I going to do this? So when I started seeing everything everyone was doing, I said, <coughs> I'm not interested. I'm not interested in this. Yeah. Um, there's some stuff I'll be see I've incorporated on my channel because I like fashion. So I did a haul and then I said, I don't know, it didn't feel right. So I said, okay, I'm not going to bring this back. However, I'll do it on Instagram. Yeah. I like IGTV. But for my channel, I want you to come to my channel and see that this is what it's about. Mm-hmm. When you start adding loads of stuff, I get like, mm-hmm. to me, I get confused myself. Mm-hmm. So I don't want, I always think about my audience, but have I thought about changing myself yeah. to fit into the trends? Yeah. Nah. I literally am just like, you take me as I am mm-hmm. and, and let me focus on the 10,000 who are here. Mm-hmm. If more come, they come. Obviously, man's trying to influence the world, but I want people to be there for the right reason. Yeah. I don't want it to be a clickbait. Story time. <laughs> he left me. They, oh, I've seen so many story seen, times sis, and they're absolute trash. I, I'm, I'm so worried for the sis. younger girls. I saw, I saw a story time. Like how you being in that in that sphere, yeah, 
do you not think do you feel like i wouldn't say it's a damage not damn i don't want to use the word damaging but there comes a point where i look at some of the things on on youtube and i i get scared because mm. it's like you look you, what what are you doing what, what are you what doing are you? this for like i saw one saying i saw oh god forgive me if the, the girl listens to my podcast. She was like, "Oh, sorry, time. My mom caught me having sex." I saw that. I, I thought that was absolutely crap. And, she, and I she was eighteen. It. I clicked I, it. I, I she did was not, eighteen. I didn't click that. I said, "I said, I know. Uh, first of all, I know what your intentions mm. are. You're doing that for numbers. Mm-hmm. You're probably not gonna last on YouTube. Yeah. But I don't care if the girl tries to come for me. Because <laughs> I, I promise you, people always come on YouTube with absolute rubbish, absolute nothing rubbish. to offer." They come here for six months and they're gone. Mm-hmm. A lot of people who wanted to, because there was this craze where everyone wanted to start YouTube, and I said, yeah. "Do you?" And I, I made a video about it. And I said, "I said you will know who's who's who really loves it and who is there. Like even if it's just to entertain. Obviously, Nella Rose is there. She's entertaining. Yeah, but you her. can see that she's authentic and yes. she's there with a purpose. Yes. Her she'll purpose never need to be. I need to motivate. She'll people. never do something out of character. Like, Literally, you, get it. you know when someone does something and it's just like that. That ain't uses. That ain't uses. That ain't uses. Like, why, why do you feel like you need to go that deep with mm. with with YouTube to tell people that your mom your, your mom saw you say ah. it's ne- YouTube checks I don't know if YouTube I don't know how YouTube checks work but they're slacking because YouTube <laughs> has been a mess even even um the classic money tweeted today YouTube is a mess right now and I said yes it is babe what is going so on so what what is it what do you get out of it and it's very scary when people don't get... I click not interested you know that button that's yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I, I can't click that because it's just like you are actually putting rubbish into yeah. the world and you're probably going to look back on that and because she's 18 you're going to look back on that and say, say why did I do that yeah I deleted one of my sto- I did a story time one time and it's very out of character mm-hmm. for me and I just deleted I said this is not me yeah this is this is not me what this is the purpose of this? and he was very upset that I did that story time because <laughs> I said I said to him uh, have you seen my story time <laughs> <laughs> He said, no, why? Because <laughs> the title, he knew it was about him. He said, yeah, I was trying to avoid it. And then he sent me some long paragraph. I, saw, mm-hmm. I felt so bad because obviously you're telling a story. It's not only Based you, on exactly. it's everyone else. Obviously, some people don't care. Like, F by X, blah, blah, blah. Mm. There's, there's some, but like, that's still my friend. Yeah. And I was just like, you know what? That, that was very out of character yeah. for me. And I didn't ever want to hurt you just for, for views. Like, yeah. that's not the person I am. I believe that video. I said, mm-mm. It's not me, man. Exactly, and your peace of mind is yeah. way more than. That was just... my first and last time I did something that was mm. out of my the comfort of my channel. Yeah. I don't know why I did. I literally don't know why I did it. I think it was a tr- like story time was a trend. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was. It, it was, was a mad trend. Everyone wanted to, and people were lying about stories. <laughs> people lying. It. People were lying. Yeah, baby, people lying. Like this, we got you got to take YouTube and social media mm-hmm. with a pinch of salt. I think social media more because YouTube you can actually look into people's life. However editing can can make things look one way or another but it's a bit more real Mm -hmm. because you're seeing it there um but yeah i just i don't know i try i really really try and not get so caught up like in absolute rubbish and Mm. i always pray over my my youtube i'm like god like there was one point i was getting really frustrated i said i should be on this number Mm. i should be on this number but then i had to be like okay but why do i want to be on that number because first of all, all my friends with massive numbers, yeah. like they don't like leaving their house. They get, they have mad anxiety now. Wow. And I said, let me just stay in my place. Yeah, please. Because I go out <laughs> best. Like I'm, I'm out here. You're a social butterfly. I'm a social butterfly. So 
for for me to be in a room and start getting anxious thinking people are talking about you, even when people yeah. are not even talking about you, you think people because you have those numbers and for people to all i think there was a period where people were always coming up to me and i, I didn't really like it because i didn't know how yeah. to react i said I'm just, I, I'm, I don't know what to do. You do you get used to it though? No, I don't, don't like, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it. I really don't like it. I actually it. think YouTubers don't, don't like it. Like, you can't like but it. it. How the thing can is, you like it? How dare you not like it? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's just like, let me keep him here. Yeah, it's true. Because, like, God was telling me, like, no, you, I, like, if I take you, are you going to be able to handle it? Everything it's you're true. asking for, I always check in with, I'm like, if I cannot. You have to if prepare you for what you're you asking for. And exactly. if I can't handle it, let me just stay in my lane. Exactly. God won't, won't give you something that he knows that you're not ready for. Mate. Like, always. I always tell, even my little brother, I always tell him, God will test you with £10 before he gives you a million pounds. Exactly. So if you can't handle 10 subscribers, and what do you do with your 10 subscribers? Yeah. Can he give you a million? Yeah. So when I, you're not even focused or, or engaging with them, why do you yeah, want more? Yeah, it's true. What's the point? It's what true. What is the point? That's why, like, I've taken, I'm taking my break. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm writing out loads of content. I'm yeah. just going back to the root of just being Tiana, what everyone came for. Like, yeah. I know people will request this. I'm just like, babe, you might see on Instagram, but if not, it won't be on. It's not. It's not. It's not, if mm-hmm. it's not part of my brand because at the end of the day, we're all a brand and we have to represent something. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I'm. I will never do YouTube. You know, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I could, you guys, it's a lot I, I of see work. YouTubers, and I, it is people don't see the 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 work that goes into it, but also people don't see like me and my, so me and my friend were talking about starting like a couple channel, and we said no because we were like I don't want people to feel entitled to speak about me in a way that they have no right to. Yeah. So do you ever struggle with that, or have you ever like felt like how? Why are you talking about me? You haven't yeah, known me. I, I, and how do you deal with that? For someone that wants to start a YouTube channel or is thinking about, about yeah. starting a YouTube channel, how do you kind of be like, what's up? Block. I like that. I promise. <laughs> that, no, that I block, I delete, I, psh, Ray Charles. I promise. <laughs> ain't, ain't see it, never see it, ain't gonna see it. I, but there was one comment that yes. really, caught my eye because it was an essay it was a dissertation wow. this guy was calling me a jezebel he said how can you just like that when you're a christian yeah. and he literally was just saying best of, and the conclusion i even did a whole video because the thing was mad yeah. long like i did a video like i did i said i think it was reading a hate comment and i don't really like videos like that because yeah. when i feel like it's a bit bad for your mental health if you're reading bare negative yeah. comments i know people do it for entertainment but I wanted to break down my opinion on, in that video. Yeah. And he was just like, I even did that video with no makeup. That's how you know. That's I'm how you know you were young. <laughs> but you're I ready. just thought, I found it funny because you've made, my, my I wore a massive baggy shirt mm-hmm. that had like, let's say this much showing. Okay. I don't have boobies. <laughs> I have nothing. You can't, it's not like my, my cleavage is, yeah. so that never happened to me. <laughs> so... I, I literally was just laughing. I said, you spent your time. Because I woke up in the morning and I saw it. And I, I glanced at my phone. And I went back to sleep. And I said, I said, no. It can't be. Hate mail. Me? Me? <laughs> Never. <laughs> I literally read it. And I, I, I didn't feel up. I, didn't, I actually prayed for him even. I yeah. said, for you to feel so much hatred towards someone you don't know, and I'm not even wearing, I, I, I would probably understand if like I was wearing something else. Everyone, but even yeah, if I am, okay. who, who are you? Who exactly. are you? 
So I literally just, I literally laughed. I got a lot of hate stuff in, I think I did a black, when we did the march, mm-hmm. I, I vlogged it and I, I was speaking about how, um, what I think the black community should do. Mm-hmm. And then bare racist comments. And that's the problem with YouTube. They don't filter, yeah. nigga. But they'll filter Sally saying, please subscribe to my channel because she's spamming everyone. That's what they will, that's what they will, they, that's what they will stop. But they won't stop. They, will, they don't filter it out. They don't stop Jack from saying the N-word. They don't stop that. They don't stop jokes and you, you black B word. They don't do any of that. They let it flow through. It's actually mental. But, um, <laughs> no, I don't. I just, I block, delete, mm. Rachel. Mute, mute is my button on Twitter. Yeah. You get mute. Everyone's yeah. mute. Like, I don't want to see the word broke. I don't want to see cusses. I don't want to see any of that. Like, mm. I control what I see on, on yeah. all my platforms. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I follow you and we're friends, but I don't like what you tweet, mute. Simple. I like that. Simple. They're, they're no never one's know. hurt. Exactly. You will never know. You probably realise, hmm, Tiana doesn't retweet my work. Hmm, maybe you should start tweeting better. Because you're a brand. Honestly, these pe- people, companies look at your profile yeah. now. Like, literally, um, I think one of the producers was like to me, oh, I need new, fresh um, presenters for, for the show we're trying to, we're developing. Yeah. So I was looking at everyone, all my friends, and I was like, oh, let me send all the, the gang, the gang. Yeah. And then I was looking at everyone's Instagram, and social media said, wow, you don't need to, I just change this. Literally. You are the walking brand. That's what people don't understand. Because on applications now, they all ask for your, for your social. They and do. it has that red mark, so you can't even skip you it. You know what? They actually, yeah. my goodness, yeah. I never put it. I never put it. I never put it. I never social media, they'll think, you're the weird one. Hopefully they'll give me this, but I never put it. Yeah. But it's true, you are a walking brand. You're a walking, but they're watching, people are watching you that you would not... You never know who's what. Well. Mm. Sometimes I'm lurking on people's profiles. And I'm like, oh, they would, they would never know I've been on your profile unless you're on LinkedIn and it says this person has viewed you, your profile. LinkedIn, they don't care. They'll Link, just let you know. I'm wild, you know. I, don't, I check everyone's profile. That's because I'm always checking how people like the people who are always getting jobs. I always check like, oh, what they, what are they doing? Yeah, I'm thinking, right, it's actually telling them I've viewed their things. <laughs> theirs, you know, it's actually mad. But like, you, re- you re- like brands are here sitting watching you. Yeah, say something bad about a brand and then try and contact them to work. Like, you think we didn't see that? It's true. Yeah. It's actually true. But I'm um, going back to what you said about being a Christian venture in this world. Mm. Um, what's that been like? Because I remember when I first wanted to start Women to Women, um, I didn't feel... I, I'm like you. I'm not the thou art holy or lord. Mm. I'm not like that. Mm. And I always felt like I wasn't... No one is. Even the ones who act like it, they That's the thing. Breathe. <laughs> Hashtag. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so I always felt like I'm not always spudded by the way, guys. But I never felt like I fit the criteria of what a, a, a Christian girl should look like. Yeah. And that's what took me so long to even start the platform that I mm. did. So like you being a face, because I woman to woman doesn't have a face. Because again, I, yeah. So you being a face of your yeah, brand, I, was thinking, and I don't even know who I'm eating today. <laughs> I literally said to the security, I said, I don't even know who she is. So I don't know what she's looking like. But I'm really going to try this year. But like, what is it like venturing the world and being known as this woman that has to uphold Christianity? Mm. And transparency, I, I love transparency. So what is it like for you to kind of venture the world as a Christian? and? Mm. Be transparent. Be transparent about your transgressions and what you've been through and stuff mm. like that. And how do you do it? And how do you keep doing it? 
yeah. in the midst of trial and stuff like that. I think I think even before I like fully, because obviously I, I grew up in the church, but I didn't know God. Like mm-hmm. I was just there. I was a rebel. I was just yeah. like, why are we doing this? Obviously, growing up in white garment church, like a lot of it's culture instead of like um, mm. what God is. Mm. So I always ask questions about like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing that? Yeah. I was just out. The person they they did not like me, <laughs> but I've always been. I've always been a. I don't know, like I don't know why I've always been like this. Like mm. literally, God made me this way. So I've always felt like if I'm gonna, hmm, if if God has made me like this, mm-hmm. no one can tell me I should be a certain way. When God made me like this, and I think there was one time I was trying to be like uphold. Like I'm in praise and worship as well, so yeah. I was trying to be that person that everyone wanted me to be and that's why i left the church i said i can't play church mm. i have to be true to myself mm. and i always say like our stories are to be told a lot of people like to stay private but i always believe things happen to you for to save others and it's a bit sad mm. because oh now i'm i'm the what's that thing that when uh, i'm the uh, the the um uh, the sacrifice the, yeah, I'm, yeah. The sacrifice. <laughs> I'm the sacrifice to save others but you have to you were the strongest candidate mm. that God thought, okay, she mm. needs to go through that so she can help everyone around her. And I feel like I've been through a lot of stuff for the sake of sharing my story. I, I, don't, I always consider myself as an open book. I don't, I'm not ashamed of anything I've done. I, I went through a madness last year where I broke my celibacy and I'm not, I'm not going to be like, ooh, like, I'm not that type mm. of person to, to fake it because it's a struggle. It's not, like, that's why people struggle to come to, to Christ because they feel like I've got to get my life together. Yeah. I've got to do this. It's because people yeah. are not being real. And in the church sometimes I'm looking at certain people like, you're actually not real, you know? Yeah. Because I knew what you were doing yesterday. Ooh. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, pick yourself back up, but just be real. Don't yes. try and act like you're better than them. No, I'm I've never acted like I'm better than anyone. Yeah. And I always tell people, like, especially when they come when they're fresh in Christ mm-hmm. and they need a little bit of guidance. I'm just like, look, man's been there, man's mm. done that. Mm. I can tell you about everything I've done before Christ and after Christ. Mm. Like, I'm, I'll never judge you because I, <laughs> I'll be judging myself. Yeah. And, like, those who are in Christ, they, oh, what's that? There's a scripture. Those who are in Christ are not condemned or something like that. So even when we're, we're sinned, like, God knows you're going to do that. Mm. You're going to go back to that blood clout boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's going to look at you like, yeah, you were saved and you thought, yeah, leaving him. A week after he calls you, you're going to go back. This is the first, <laughs> me and my ex have been, is this the Congolese? No, he's Nigerian okay. actually. Um, but this is the first time I've actually let go of him like fully because mm-hmm. I've been praying for a long time. Like God, I know this guy's not for me. Help me be okay with that because there's so much we love to ho- um, hold, hold on, on to, to. because he, you're so familiar with that. Yeah. And when God is trying to take you into a new path, it's so easy to go back to everything that you knew because that's been, you're so familiar with it that's too scary we, mm. we as humans we don't like the unknown we like going back to things that that we, we feel safe in mm-hmm. so as a christian you're always going to fall because you're always going to want to go like even ah oh, my friend who's um going through the process of becoming a pastor he mm. used to be a gang bad gang member and when he was telling me some stuff and i love the fact that he was so real he said mate i, I went to the strip yesterday to try and help the mandem because they were going through madness mm. and i said do you know what your what what steps you're going into yeah. being but for that's so real because that's his life. Obviously, I don't understand because I'm I ain't gang. I would have just left that yeah. probably. I don't. But I don't know. But like, that's that's a gang. That was basically his church. That was that was his church yeah. members. That's you got to remember that. It's 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 
it's very hard for him to just leave his friends mm. and, and walk into something mm. else. So I love the fact that he shared that with me. But we're all going through different things. And just because I don't go through what you're going doesn't mean I should now condemn condemn you. Because I said to him, obviously what you was doing was, was wrong. Mm-hmm. But I completely understand because that is a life you lived. That's a life you knew for so long. Yeah. You're, you've only been in Christ for how long? Exactly. You've on, you're only coming out. And it's, it's you are not going to break yourself down. You are not going to renew yourself. God is going to do all of that. <clears throat> you're going to struggle so much with your flesh. The, yeah. de- the devil has has passed so many people like you. You think yeah. you can come and, and win. It doesn't work like that. He's met a, a Joseph Josie that looks like you, walks like you, talks like you. He knows everything. He'll, he knows your weak points. He knows everything. All you can do is give everything to God and let him change you. That's why sometimes when I'm talking, I never used to talk like this. I used to be rude. I used to be, I used to be nasty. I used to say, if you met me in secondary school, you would never like I me. I tell that people that all the never time. Liked. You would have hated you me. You would have never liked me. You would have thought. I was, uh, I was, I'm thinking back, I was like, right, I was, I was a nasty, I was a nasty Sis. spirit. So Sis. the fact that God has created this, I'm like, I, I, I have to thank him because mm. I didn't do any of this by myself. I didn't do anything at all. I yeah. just was like, I give myself away. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And when you give yourself to God, that's when he starts yeah, doing, moving. doing everything. I think we always think that I have to do the work and it's always like, God never asks you to do the work. We always take the work from him and he's like, mm. I never I never gave the job description that I wanted a personal assistant. Mm. So just come and let me move and then you just do the natural. Yeah. I think when people come to God, they think that the change is going to be yeah. instant yeah. and you're going to be like yeah. that. But God uses people differently yeah. and... I, that's what I came to realize. I think in my in my position. yeah, and like some people will even like even working in entertainment. It's a shock, but you're a Christian, mm. but that doesn't matter. Yeah, how is that like? Because having to do certain, be around certain things and mm. do certain things. Um, how do you, how do you find it easy to uphold yourself to the standard of Christian, even when it's hard? Yeah, what helps you, or how do you kind of be like i'm not of this i'm in this world i'm not of this world so let yeah. me behave accordingly yeah um it's very hard especially in tv because mm-hmm. a lot of the men are gay mm-hmm. and i have nothing against my my best friend is gay yeah. like i have nothing against gay people obviously the ones who are proper like god doesn't exist well because yeah. i have my, my some of my gay friends are christian yeah um and that's what you do has nothing to do with me and my my business but some of the conversations, I let them know. I always let them know what I do and who I am. Sometimes they'll be like, oh, what, what have you been doing? We went to the pub. I said, I went to church. They're like, oh, okay. <laughs> you just, I think you just have to let... Because a lot, I know oh a lot of Christians who go into, into the workplace. They've never told anyone they're a Christian. Why not? Yeah. These people are happy to say, I'm gay, I'm this, I'm that. Why have you never said, I'm a lover of Christ? Mm. So that you set the tone for them of who you are. I think because mm. people know, even one of my gay friends at um, work, I think, do you know what it is with that, yeah? I think Christians, we sometimes feel like our Christianity makes people uncomfortable. That don't care. <laughs> but, I don't, Jesus will make everyone uncomfortable. When it comes down, that's when you even be more uncomfortable. <laughs> because, like, how how can we spread the gospel and, and be the light? Even being the light doesn't mean now start preaching to them. Yeah. The fact that you just walk in yeah. peace and love, that can easily make them come come to yeah. to christ they could be so stressed out they're thinking how are you so calm how yeah. are you so this how is your life so th-? and I, I, all i will say is jesus christ because it's not me yeah. and that could easily 
bring someone into salvation it's just yeah. just being an example it's not easy sometimes obviously your boss is going to piss you off sometimes mm. sometimes it, it's, it's really not easy and and those are the tests that you need to sometimes you'll fail fail it's, yeah. it's, it's life but i always i always keep god in the forefront of my mind and i always mm. i always say be be best friends with the holy spirit because mm. the holy spirit will guide you like nothing like mm. even in hard situations i'll just get through it because i'm just like i just I, this is my work i have to do it and god i know god has placed me into entertainment and i don't i never knew why but i knew that every you know when you know every step has aligned you here yeah. i'm just like like god and I, I, I know that you want me here i'm yeah. still figuring out my purpose in the industry mm-hmm. but why should we shy away from these 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 jobs with like let's say this room is dark and all the light is in the other in, in the other room we need to be we need to come here and be the light mm. so, so it can shine mm. against them if that makes sense yeah. but like even my um my lady pastor was like even just being around in church even if you don't understand well like it's like perfume it will eventually rub against you and yeah. you'll start doing stuff that you thought you'll never do before yeah. like i think there were, my first time in church i never used to raise my hands or anything but then eventually you start getting desperate for god and you start wanting to know him and you start yeah. learning about him so you just being in the workplace could easily rub off on someone. Even you just saying, oh, yeah, I love God. It could plant a seed. You could it's plant a seed true. that you might not take them to church, but, like, in five years' time, they'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember that 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 time where she said she wanted to go to church. She goes to church. Let yeah. me try this church. And, yeah. and that could set them into knowing Christ. We are always planting seeds in people. We don't have to take people to church. We yeah. have to um, bring people to salvation, but we, all, we always have to plant seeds. Mm. Always. But... I won't say like it's easy, yeah. But I've I've always been unapologetically me, mm-hmm. and it's always made people come uncomfortable. And I'm just like, I can't come and kill myself <laughs> because when you try not, when, you, when you try and be something you're not, it's so exhausting. Like I could I could thinking about it just makes me tired. Mm. So on the act, yeah, it doesn't stay for far too long. People can see through it. Yeah, and even like one of my gay friends at work. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all having a massive debate and he was, we were talking about gay people. And I said, I am a follower of Christ. What I believe, what the Bible says is what I believe. However, God is love and whatever love he He has for you is what I'm going to spread. And he came to hug me and said, thank you so much for that. Because no, Aww. like people, I've, I've been around a lot of Christians who don't, who are, who are completely opposite. And he hugged me and he was very like, he was very like, appreciative of that so that little thing could mm-hmm. make him now change his mind towards christianity and that could hopefully bring him to christ mm. it's the, those little things mm. and me just just being a loving person towards that person it's not always come church come church get yeah. to know people invest in people yes people are going through stuff invest in people pray for people all the time pray for people it's exactly. not every night thing is about getting money and getting this that one one um job is always what i remember when it's when it comes to praying for friends like when job lost everything and the thing he did was pray for his it's friends. Right. God, yeah. God blessed him three times. So don't stress about all this. <laughs> don't stress about it, man. But yeah, entertainment is interesting. There are some stuff I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. But I'm I'm there for a reason, and yeah. I don't believe it. So yeah. I'm, I'm I don't know why yet, and it's still unraveling. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So you saying like, and I'm I'm gonna round up a bit. But you saying that like, you're, you you you. Do you feel like you know your why? And if if it's no, it's fine. Because I want to go into... I have a friend that she doesn't really know her purpose. 
Mm. And that's something that she really, really struggled with. Mm. Like, she really, really struggles with. She doesn't know where God wants to plant her. She doesn't know where God wants to put her. And that's something that we sort of kind of always have a, have, have a say about. But even you venturing into certain spaces and still not being, still being unsure as to God, okay, where do you actually want me to mm. be planted? How do you... How are you okay, okay with that? And how... What should I tell my friend? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you should stress too much on your why. I don't... Hmm. I, I, I know my why, but I always pray for God's will. Yeah. Because we always have this whole life lined up for ourselves. And sometimes God's like, Mm-mm, baby girl, I'm trying mm. to take you here. So I, whatever I, I say or whatever I do or whatever I think I'm going to do, I always say according to your will. And that's a prayer mm. I used to always be struggled to do because I'm just like, mm, God, I really want my will though. <laughs> like I'm saying God's will, but literally I make sure I say it yeah. so I can't take it back. Yeah. Because once you speak it, because his, 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 his will for your life will always be above everything that you want. So I think, um, I know, I know, I hate when people say just pray, pray about it, but I think you need to, I think she needs to just meditate as well mm. and just listen, listen to what life is always speaking to you. And that's mm. one thing I've always noticed. Such, God will speak to you through certain people. Even that horrible boss that you don't like, that she could fire you because she's pushing you into your purpose. Yes. She's pushing you into your wife. But you're yes. you're too focused on being angry at her that you're not listening to what the world is saying yeah. to you right now. Even sometimes like I just go on walks and I'm just I'm just listening and just looking at things. I'm like, that's when I, I deep God is so real because mm. God is just doing so much. And um, I met a lot of executive producers last week and they all said, oh my days, I really think you'll be good at casting. Like, mm. you'd be so amazing. I'm just like, okay, let me go down that route. If it is your will, Lord, like, because everyone is saying you're such a people person, yeah. you would be amazing. And I'm just like, okay, I thought I would be going in this direction, but God, if you're pushing me towards this direction, let me just do it. Because yeah. when you resist, it's just a bit, it's because it's you have this perfect picture lined up in your head. Mm. And as well, like, um, allow change to happen and try new things mm. try try new things don't try and box yourself into a, a picturesque this yeah. is what i've always wanted so yeah i'm sticking to that yeah. and also i think so i think we don't trust ourselves and that's one thing we need to learn to do to trust ourselves because mm. obviously the holy spirit is there but you need to you can't always be like oh, holy spirit what should i do now five minutes after okay holy spirit what? i've done this what should i now do like you actually have to just go mm. just do it mm. just do you don't know what like a lot a lot of people a lot of older people i have conversations with they're just like i just fell into it you didn't just fall into it and that's the thing you did not just fall into it it's just you went you went down this path you wasn't sure what's gonna what was gonna happen but you trusted yourself to go and it yeah. ended you up here and a lot of the times a lot of them are happy yeah a lot of them are like i'm so glad i never thought i would have this life but i have it mm-hmm. so just trust yourself Whatever you're doing now, put your whole heart into it. And if it's not your purpose, it will lead you into your purpose. Yeah. So For don't real. stress. I think everyone's so stressed about, I need to have a purpose. I need to have a why. Yeah. Sometimes your purpose is just just spreading the gospel, you know. It's Sometimes true. your purpose is just God's will. That's it. That's true. That's then, it. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes your purpose is just to be a mother to a generation of royals. For you real. don't know, you know. Your purpose, like, look at look at um, Virgin Mary. She was Her purpose was just to have Jesus. And then after that, you didn't really hear she, her in the Bible. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't crying, Jesus, what? What's your, and your purpose is never aligned with your job. People need to understand this mm. because your job career can change. Uh, today, I could be in TV. Tomorrow, I can decide to be a doctor. Now, my purpose has changed. No, your purpose is always something that 
it's just undescribable. Mm. But it's, it's never to do with your job. It might be in your job, but it's got, it's got nothing to do with your job title. Because I think people are like, oh, my purpose is to be a photographer. No. No. Come on. No. Come on. That is actually a word. That is actually a word. Um, so my kind of last question is to you is, um, so what was, what was the defining moment for you where you realised, I am me and I'm comfortable being me. I'm happy being me, flaws and all. Mm. Regardless of what anyone says to me, I'm going to be me. Or has that not happened? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever had. A, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever had a stage where I've been uncomfortable to be me. Mm. Actually, mm. no. Take that back. Uh, probably when I started working in TV. Okay. I felt very uncomfortable. To, no, actually, I um when I went to university, I was the only black girl there. And was, I that, felt, was that the first ever time? I felt uncomfortable to be me. Okay. Yeah. I was happy I was me. Yeah. But I've never felt so uncomfortable to be... I, I, I always tell people I never knew I was black. Sis! I people don't get, this people don't get that. And I said, when I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say I didn't see my colour, yeah. but I didn't realise how black people affect how black people affected people and how yeah. it made them so uncomfortable yeah. like people really made me aware of that i was different yeah and you make you have to work harder yeah whereas i'm i come from london it's it's colorful obviously now i'm noticing racism which i would i was never self-aware i just mm. was in my bubble living in east london but when i got into secondary school i really just noticed wow like you're a you're a black girl and life yeah. is gonna be hard for you and yeah. people are gonna come for you for no reason and people are going to hate you because of your colour, not because they don't like... What uni did you go to? I went to Bournemouth Film School. Okay. So, come, but it was based in a place called Salisbury, so it's like all the rich white people go there when okay. they want to retire. Um, mm. And they stare at you, like, when you're walking, because they, they, you're not, you're not yeah. around there. You're not, yeah. you're not there. Um, and that's when I realised I was different. And I, that's when I went through a stage of depression as well, because I was, I was a ju- so much changes were happening in my life. I didn't know how to... With and I said, This isn't normal because I'm so used to change, I'm so used to just adapting. And yeah. I, for some reason, my my whole mind was saying no, yeah. it was rejecting everything around me, so it affected me mentally. Mm-hmm. But second year, I was just like, You know what? Middle finger to you guys, yeah. I'm a black girl and I love it, I'm different. Why would I want to look like you guys? Why would yeah. I want to be like you guys? Why would I want to be the same culture as you? Like, yeah. it's so boring. But even like moving into television, mm-hmm. it still felt the same. But now I know how to play the game. Mm. I know what game people are playing now, so it doesn't even bother me. But at first, I didn't know how to navigate because I'd been a, a black woman. And there was a black editor um, working on Tawi, and he came into the reception. And my friend Monique and um, Jackie, we were all sitting in the um, in the reception. And he came in and he said, "Oh, this is the most black people I've seen in twenty years that I've worked." You're probably a black person that doesn't bring no one in, first of all, yeah. and that really upset me. Yeah, that made me feel like raw, like being black is actually like there's this stigma over mm. it so i think being comfortable in myself and my character has always been like i'm always been good but i i got taken out of that when i realized my color was gonna affect my journey okay yeah got it yeah but now i'm yes. playing a game i know ugh, white people they play a game <laughs> and it's act when you learn the game they're playing you know how to navigate I'm just playing a game. 
I'm playing like, and it's so sad that we have to play a game. Yeah, that's it's the so thing. mad that we have to play a game. But they know how to be tactical. They put everything in email. And if you don't reply to that email, they'll be like, she's being aggressive. But she's oh. not, she's not, she's not cooperating. Mm, I you're difficult her, to work I, with. I emailed her three times. Some girl emailed me three times, and every time she emailed me, I always walked over to her desk and I explained what was going on. Mm. She went to tell the producers, oh, yeah, Tiana ignores my email. Fam, we had a conversation. So I said, I knew, I know what game they're playing. I know, I've learned, so from my last job, I learned everything, because my CEO was black, so he said, as a, like, he had meetings with me, he said, as a black woman, like, he just taught me everything. Yeah. So I'll always be grateful for that, man, but they're playing a game, and I'm playing it with them. Girl, and you're going to win. And literally, and he said to me, you, you have to play the game until you get to a stage where you can make change. Yes. And, I'm, and that's what I'm doing. Yes. I'm not losing like myself that. in the process. Like, I'll always be me, but smiling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smiling. You have to smile at them, you know. It's, it's a, it's Hi, a... Jackie, how are you? How are you? <laughs> oh, my gosh. How was your weekend? How was the evening? Every time. How was the evening? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> my cheeks are hurting. <laughs> You have to infiltrate slightly, but that's what we have to do. Every, put everything in email, right? If someone if someone annoys you, I just feel a bit of hostility. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel you don't make them sound like don't make make it sound bad bad yeah. bad. But just know how to you know have, need to know how to word things because they can word mm. things that make you look so bad. I just feel hostility from Holly, and I, she just makes me really uncomfortable. I, I thought I, I've tried to communicate with her about how I feel, and she's just not. I know, I know it to a T. They are so good. And in TV, it's just... Uh. Is it worse? Because there must be so much cattiness. So uh-uh. much. So much cattiness. Let <laughs> me not even go there. But I do love my job. Yeah. I do love my job. I love everything that I'm doing. I'm, yeah. what would, what would, what's one advice you would give for someone that wants to get into TV? Uh, you would have to start as a runner. Okay. Um, I would say whatever show you love watching, let's say Love Island... Um, just find out, always read credits. People don't read credits. Find out who, who, everyone who's worked on that show, add them all on LinkedIn. Mm. Send them all your CVs. Tell them how it, they, like, they don't really care about experience. They just want to know that you're enthusiastic. That's one trait they all, like every CEO I've always asked like, oh, what's the one skill? Mm. Enthusiasm. If you have a can-do attitude, you can do anything. Yeah. Um, and, um, just ask, tell them, oh, I would really love to work on their show. If they, if they're, crewed up because i know love island are crewed up right now um just say i would love to be considered for the next season or mm. anything else um any else anything else that is going on right now that needs people i would love to just learn about the whole yeah. industry as much as long as you you have all those positive words going they'll definitely give you a chance always approach talent managers as well okay producers and directors they don't really um, they don't because a lot of people used to always go to them they don't it doesn't work like that anymore it's all about the talent managers mm. so if you go on linkedin find out all the talent managers they're not normally on the credits sometimes but um message them those are the people that hire for television especially okay. um but yeah enthusiasm sometimes even go to the production office i always say if you want to work for a com- company if you know where they offer it offices go and sit in the office ask the receptionist who could who do i talk to it's true you know but it's people... right there <laughs> why are you emailing everyone is emailing yeah why are you sending what what's emailing gonna do it's not gonna make you stand out your cv is not gonna make you stand out go and let them see your face let them see that smile mm-hmm. be like i really want to work for you tell them why you want to work for them how can they say no people mm-hmm. don't like saying no to you in person they can say no to you and on over email say that again 
people do not like saying no to you to your face, but they can say no to you over email because mm-hmm. they don't, they never make you, they don't owe you nothing. Yeah. But um, obviously it doesn't always work. But that's what my friend actually done um, when he wanted to work for TFO. He sat at the station and was speaking to train drivers mm-hmm. for his test, and that's how he passed his test because. You, you would think about that you've got to be different mm. even that boy from commentary that um was holding the sign yeah, yeah, about, yeah. and now he went back and, and was hiring people you've got to think you've got to be different because sending out CVs doesn't do anything it's dead that everyone we're all getting different CVs let me see you if I see you sometimes I like I got for the last show I did I got my talent because I, I saw him performing at a show because I saw him mm. I was like I want you mm. so make yourself visible to people as well yeah Always yeah. push content, whatever out there. If you're a presenter, why you not? Why have you not got a YouTube? Yeah. Why have you not got just little clips on Instagram? Like you're telling me you love presenting. Where is your showroom? Mm. Is not enough anymore. It's not enough. They want to see. They always ask for Instagram. What's mm. their Instagram? Mm. And your Instagram will always show your work. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Thank you. What's next for Tiana? Ah. What's coming up? What's what do people need to look out for? Okay, let me plug myself. I, I have a lot of stuff coming up this yeah. year. Um, so outside of working in TV, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing networking masterclasses because I realise people don't actually know how to network yeah. and I'm pretty good at it. Um, that's why I've always had consistent work since I was 16. <laughs> and I, it's actually mad. But I thought, like, I made a, I remember I made a thread on Twitter and I, I gave, like, little pointers and everyone was like, thank you so much for this. I was like, what? Yeah. This is a natural thing that people do. But um, no, there's no. more than just going to events. Mm. There's so much more into it. And um, at interview techniques, especially not only just for TV, but I'm going to do a, lo- a load of things. And that will be, oh, when does everyone finish uni? It'll be, like, a period where everyone finished uni, Jeez. especially. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll do, like... Um, a masterclass but it will be limited spaces because mm-hmm. I'm just doing a tester first yeah then we see and I'm going to be doing um, a couple of events as well with Soho House I'm going to do some charity stuff and influencer parties as well so mm-hmm. make sure you follow me on Instagram I'm always posting job opportunities because I try and bring people in Instagram and Twitter what is it what uh, Tiana Aroni that's T-E-E-Y-A-N-A A-R-O-M-I it will be in the description below. Yes. Um, <laughs> is that, that for is, both Instagram yeah, and Yeah, that's all my thing. Because okay. I made it simple. That's Instagram, Twitter, and my um, um, YouTube. Okay. And um, what else is there? I'm just going to be working on a lot, of, on a lot of shows. I'm trying to work with a couple of music artists for mm-hmm. television. But that's obviously my, my normal job. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of events, guys. Just, just honestly, if you follow my Twitter, I'll, I'll plug you all there. Like, I, I always have opportunities guys yeah and if i need people to help just message me if you, if you have any events um skills or you want to learn about events message me mm. let's get a pop in if you want to collab message me i'm telling people well, let's collab because britain's too stiff you know Brit- the british i tweeted the other day British, let's not start another conversation. But don't be stiff. I do not bite. If you want to collab, message me. Like, let's get this. Let's get this out there, man. Let's Mm -hmm. get our work out there. Before you go, your top three females in the UK right now. Ah! Oh, Tony Tone. Yes, I love her. Love. Full of wisdom. Just. Just when she's sitting in heels off, I'm just like, look at that. Look at just somebody's wife. Somebody's (laughs) wife. Literally. Um. Uh, Nissy T. Mm. I love Nissy. Uh, la, 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 la. And Christina. Christina from Vamp that. UK. Mm. But I love everyone because these lot are, are my, my friends. But um, yeah. You met Christina. Oh, yeah, you met Christina. Yeah, um, Christina. She's awesome. 
Um, but yeah, those are. Oh, I don't really have top three. Yeah, those look. There's for you. Yeah. yeah. Take them out. Yeah. I'll have their stuff linked in somewhere. Yeah. But um, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having so me. Lovely speaking to you. But um, thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please direct it to. Just 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 please direct it to.